So surprisingly, one thing we haven't done yet is rank all the live action Star Wars movies. <laughs> Pretty crazy, honestly. Now, here we go, Star Wars. So, uh, yeah, let's hear it in the comments. Jesus. Oh, fuck me. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So for all the movies, we're ca- we're including Rogue One and Solo, you yeah. know, like the other movies on top of the, uh, you know, the nine episodes. So um, at number 11, I have Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Do I even have to explain it? No. Fuck that movie. <laughs> so bad. In the writing, somehow Palpatine returns. <laughs> what? What? Wait, was that the same one where he's like, they fly again. They, no, fly they, now. they fly now. They yeah. fly now. Like, yeah. bro. Oh, God. And then uh, what was it? And, and he's like, they've been flying since the Clone Wars. Bro, I swear. Honestly, the actors themselves could have written this movie better. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, I'm not even going to well, get wasn't it. wasn't the original, like, leaked and then they had to rewrite it or something? I don't even know, man. I yeah, Regardless. There's, Dis- there's like, another script out there for, for Rise of Skywalker. Regardless, Disney, do better. At number 10... I have Attack of the Clones. Okay. Okay. Attack of the Clones. That movie's fucking terrible. You it's, think so? It's so bad. Like, I mean, this is where we get some of the most cringe moments. It's very cringe. From Anakin. <laughs> the Like, so bad. <laughs> yeah, George um, Lucas ain't the best writer for dialogue. No, he is not. Especially, like, romance dialogue, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's rough and coarse. That we gets got everywhere. It get and it gets everywhere. We got that out of this movie. Um, we got and not just the men, but the women <laughs> and the children. <sighs> just some of the most cringe dialogue. Like I'd say, like the only cool thing that we that we got to see was like the whole battle. You know, like the whole rise of, or the whole thing with the clones and how they were. Yeah, like ba- like basically the Clone Wars starting. Yes, like that was right. probably the coolest thing about this movie. But other than that, it just fell in so many other places. Like, <laughs> it's just so bad. At number nine, I have The Last Jedi. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. That might be a hot take it for might, some people. Some people definitely agree, but then some people would not. Yeah. And honestly, you know, some people say, like, some of the redeeming qualities in this movie was, like, some of the fight scenes. And um, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I know everybody doesn't like when you slow down and break things apart like this. Right. But... I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee it. What, the throne room fight scene? The throne room fight scene, bro. Like, yes, it's very visually pleasing to watch on right. screen, but if you slow down and you <laughs> see what these people are doing, bro, it's so bad. Interesting. Bro, bro, they, okay, the red troopers are literally, like, aiming at where the lightsabers are going to be. Like, they're not even aiming for vulnerable spots. Like, they're not, it's ridiculous. And also... There's one of them who literally takes his weapon. He's like already falling back before he's even attacked and he throws his weapon away so he can be stabbed. Oh, yeah. By Kylo Ren. I'm like, dude, come on. Like once you I mean, I get it looks good on screen, but it's just it's so bad. And also the B story in this movie between Finn and Rose to me, just it was so bad. Okay. I feel like a lot of people would agree with that. I was not a fan. There was like this love story that they like tried to force happen. Like the only good part about this was Luke Skywalker. Even some people disagree with that. True. But, you know, I love my guy, Mark Hamill. So, I mean, you know, working with the story that he's got, I think he did a good job. Right. And I thought and one fight scene that I did like was, you know, when he was force projecting himself. Right. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was cool, too. There's my stance on The Last Jedi. (laughs) 
Um, at number eight, I have Solo. Okay. So I have never been a fan of this movie. I've only seen it once because I've never felt the need to go back and rewatch right. it. I remember the entire time I was watching it. Um, <laughs> the actor that they casted to play Han Solo, he was just so smiley all the time. And I get he's supposed to be like this charismatic. Yeah, charismatic, cool, calm, and collected type person. But I mean, like there were situations where, you know, he would just be like asked a question and his response is like, he's all smiling. I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you smiling? <laughs> it, I don't know. That part bothered me about this movie. And I remember if I'm remembering correct, didn't he have to get like acting lessons in like, the middle yeah, of uh, yeah. recording in the middle of production in the middle of production? Yeah. This man has to go to acting lessons because he wasn't doing them right. I'm like, come on. He did look good, but yeah, uh, this is another example of how Star Wars is terrible with chase scenes. Oh, chase scene was terrible in this movie on the speeders. <laughs> I do not understand why they can't get this down at <laughs> Disney, but it was not good. They uh, they teased Darth Maul in this movie. They did upset. We never got to see more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Darth Maul live action. That'd be cool, especially from what we've seen with Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. I mean, yeah, we've only gotten like one. We've only gotten one iteration of a Dar- of a live action Darth Maul. Right. And it was like. And they he, barely gave him many uh, lines. He had he had like one he had like three lines. Yeah, the entire movie, if that. And he, but it was it was still like incredible how much of a presence he had in that right. movie. Um, but yeah. So at number eight, I have Solo. Speaking of Darth Maul, though, at number seven, I have Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Phantom Menace gets so much hate as like the worst movie of the prequels. That's what the ratings say, at least. I've always heard Attack of the Clones was the worst. No, I'm pretty sure, dude, the ratings like constantly go up in the prequels. Really? Yeah. It, huh. Like Phantom Menace is the worst. And like people talk about how it almost ruined the Star Wars franchise. What? what yeah. Because of not, the midichlorian bullshit? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think it's bullshit, but. I, I know. Honestly, I mean, maybe it was because maybe it was because if you were an OG fan of the original trilogy, like the midichlorians kind of messed that up for you. But, you know, this, but was, it would this make was like sense why Anakin is so powerful. It would. Yeah, it, it definitely gives an explanation behind the magic, which yeah. is like why I think people didn't like it. They wanted more fantasy. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want this scientific explanation right. as to why, you Just know, snorgan- people yeah. were more powerful than others. But right. I didn't really see an issue with it. Um I love the pod race scenes. I did too. Little Annie was pretty, he was a cute kid. It was long as fuck, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was a super long race, but it was good. And um, not to mention my guy, Qui-Gon Jinn. Absolutely love him. And yeah, like I said, uh, Darth Maul, he was a intimidating villain in this he movie, was. even though he just had no lines, but he was still just like this stoic presence the entire and time. And we get Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan. And, you know, as we see, he becomes like, our favorite yeah. Obi-Wan ever. At number six, I have Return of the Jedi. What? At six? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> gotta go with it. You gotta go with it. Fuck me. You gotta go with it. Um, Jesus Christ. You know, I had a really hard time choosing these movies for, the, for these next, like, three. But Return of the Jedi, I guess it was just really predictable. Yeah, you know what I mean? But just like any heroic story. True. But, I mean, you know, the hero doesn't always win, like we saw in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. So, But you're leading to this conclusion. True, I get what you're saying. I get <laughs> I get what you're saying. But, I don't know, man. It, 
This might be the first time we disagree this hard. Like, honestly, one of my biggest beefs with this movie, though, is probably just like, it seems almost lazy that they're just, they just need to destroy another Death Star. That's probably uh, my biggest beef with it. I'm like, bro, is there like not another threat you could come <laughs> up with that could be damaging to the galaxy? I mean, as we see, the Death Star is like in all of them except the, the sequels. I mean, they, I mean, have, they well, have their own version. Yeah, they have, yeah, have their own version, but... I mean, I will say, it was really cool. We did get some very cool scenes out of this movie. Um, one, I loved seeing Luke with his green yep. blade that he made himself, yep. his green lightsaber. That was really cool. Um, the whole uh, Jabba the Hutt scene um, when they were in the Sarlacc pit, yep. that was a huge deal, and that eventually led to Boba Fett's whole story and yep. you know him falling into the Sarlacc pit and everything. Which left so much speculation for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, I find that to be hilarious off of this one character that we see, like, barely any. I know, people were so obsessed with the character of Boba Fett, and I'm, I was thinking back, I was like, we barely fucking got any Boba Fett. And, I think and, it was just his character design was yeah. so cool that people just fell in love with it. Yeah. Hot take, though. Hot take on that one, but, I mean, yeah, and we do get the heartwarming scene between him and Darth Vader, right. and, you know, turning him back to the, turning him back to the light. Yeah. And, uh, you know, death of Palpatine. Right. End of the war. Yep. At number five, though, I have Rogue One. Okay. So Rogue One was an extremely good solo story that they had. Very good. For Star Wars. I was not expecting that at all. There was was some good comedy in there, some good comic relief, especially from uh, the droid that we see, the reprogrammed um, empirical droid. I can't remember his name. But also, you know, it helped fill in some gaps. Like, between these stories, there are a lot of gaps um, in these time spans, and this one definitely helped fill the space. Um, and we got introduced some to, you know, characters that we came to love in, like, just this one short Star Wars movie. Yeah, and that we're actually going to get a show out of now. Exactly. With Andor. I like the casting in this movie, and we also got to see a live-action representation of Darth Vader once again. This is the first time we've seen live-action Darth Vader since, since yeah, the Return o- of the Jedi. Yeah. Since Return... Or, I mean, well, technically, okay, technically... Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, we do get one scene, yeah. come on, yeah. You, you know what we mean. Yes, you know what you mean. See, and, to see him in action. Yes, and that badass hallway scene. Yep. Like, honestly, people say that this movie was actually bad, but the hallway scene, like, kind of saved it. But I'm like, I mean, the movie overall was good. It was. And that hallway scene definitely, like, took it up a notch. That scene yeah. was badass, no matter what. Oh, it gives you chills. No matter who you talk to. Just seeing that red lightsaber slowly come out. So and that good. music behind it. Dude, can you believe that scene almost wasn't in that movie? I would have been fucking pissed. Right? Are you kidding? Dude, that scene like was thought of Bro. in production. Oh my god. And it is so good. It's so good. Alright, so at number four, I have Force Awakens. Mm. Mm. So interesting. Force Awakens was an extremely good intro to the sequel. Yeah, I do like it. It's, I do it's, like it a lot. It's good. It get you know, it got me excited for yeah. what was next for Star Wars. Right. And just to be let down so terribly was <laughs> just it was a gut-wrenching feeling. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I had no problem with any of the characters or the writing in this movie. You know, I mean, Ray was a good character. Um, her motivation for, you know, doing what she does, it made sense. You know, obviously wanting to see her parents again. And she just kind of had to, like, accept the fact that they were never coming back. And, you know, finally decided to leave Tatooine 
Don't know why everything happens on Tatooine, but it does. And um, <laughs> most important planet in Star Wars. Legit, I don't get it, but it's just a bunch of fucking sand. But <laughs> anyway, so she finally decides to leave, and um, you know she has this good adventure with uh, Han Solo. We get to see the we yep. get to see um, Harrison Ford. We get to see Harrison Ford reprise his role as Han Solo. You know, which he did in fantastic fashion. Yeah, as Harrison Ford would do. Yeah, and we kind of got. Uh, my one beef with this movie, though, is that we kind of got this whole Death Star, you know, type situation yeah. again. It's like, bro, come on. Is there anything other <laughs> than a super weapon that looks like a planet? And a planet destroyer? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I get this one was like way more deadly than the Death Star itself. Like, you know, it could kill like five planets at a time from a huge distance. It's like, damn, why are we blowing up so many planets? <laughs> Seriously, it's like, I, I mean, I thought the point was to rule planets, not destroy them. It's like... <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, that was probably like my one beef with this movie. And maybe some of the effects with the lightsabers, but I like the movie overall. And I thought, and off of this movie, I thought Kylo Ren was a badass character. I th- yeah, I liked him. He had a very intimidating introduction. He did. Like when he stopped yep. that blaster yep. bolt, yep. I was like, oh shit. That's cool. We never see anybody do that. Yeah. Oh, he, he might be a force to be reckoned with. Right. But uh, turns out he's just a crying little bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, Force Awakens, number four. And number three, I have New Hope. Hmm. I like New Hope a lot. Really? I do, That surprises man. me for you. I liked New, I like New Hope a lot. Interesting. Um, obviously, introduction to yes. our entire Star Wars universe. Starts it all. Starts it all. And, you know, nobody expected to make shit off of this movie. Yeah. But. Including the actors. Including the actors. Turned into a freaking blockbuster. Yeah. Absolutely insane. You know, it was really cool to see if you watch some behind the behind the scenes stuff. Yes. It is amazing how creative they were with right. the with the effects and especially the budget that they were on, but yep. not to mention that the technology like was not yes. at the level that it needed to be for a movie like this. Yeah. But they still made it work. I was gonna say, if you ever have a chance, watch the documentary. They have it on Disney Plus now, but it came out in like 05 and it was about, you know, the the OG trilogy and that documentary is great and just seeing how that whole universe was created. It's so good. They worked with what they had and they created a really enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Not to mention just like this this movie leaves you with, leaves you with like a lot of wonder. Like because it's just like we have no idea about the Star Wars universe. Right. Just like absolutely none. We're getting introduced to lightsabers. It was just like this fantastic concept that we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. But they brought it to screen in such a fantastic way. And, you know, introduces, like, all of our favorite characters. Yep. Luke, Han Solo, Leia, Obi-Wan. Darth Vader. Darth Vader, most iconic villain of all time. And um, C-3PO, R2. Yeah. Um, Gives us a lot. It it, it just gives us a lot. And, you know, obviously, the one thing that suffers is probably the effects, even though they did with it, worked with what they had. And also, the stormtroopers not being able to hit shit. (laughs) But now I, it's turned into a whole thing. Yeah, now so. it's like a whole joke. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have I got New Hope at number three. Okay, number two, I have Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. So they basically perfected it right in Empire Strikes Back, and I love a movie where the villain comes out on yes. top because it's not what you expect. You know, you always expect your heroes to come out on top, and this is the first time that we got to see you know Luke the Jedi in training fight against Darth Vader, our big yes, bat, our big bad guy. Yes, and this offered probably the 
biggest twist in cinematic history. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, dude, it, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of pissed that we watched the prequels first right. as kids. We saw this coming, but shit, nobody saw that coming. Did we watch the prequels first? I feel like we did. Man. I don't know. Cause we had the OGs on like VHS or DVD. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've always known in my mind that Darth Vader's Anakin Skywalker. I think it definitely was spoiled for us. It was definitely spoiled. Like I didn't watch that scene and be like, Oh, <gasps> Right. Like, I can't remember that moment in my head, and it, I'm, like, pissed off that I can't. Yeah. But we were too young. <laughs> we were too young. But, you know, for the people who saw this in theaters originally, they were like, holy shit. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. So, what an amazing twist. And, you know, clearly presented our protagonist with quite the struggle in this movie. Yeah. Oh, and it's the first time we see Yoda. And it's the first time we see Yoda and his whole, you know, training in, in Dagobah, man. You must go to the Dagobah system. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Family guy joke. Yeah. All right. But at number one, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man. Prequels overall, definitely not as good as the OG trilogy, but Revenge of the Sith. Man, that shit hits. Fucking love it. Yeah. I mean, obviously... The writing isn't all there no. as it is with these prequel movies, but I don't care. That <laughs> Dude, the story in this is so good. No, the, the, story, turn, the story itself is good. It is. The, you know, the turn from, you know, light to dark, Anakin's whole betrayal yep. and, um, yep. and not to mention the fight scenes, bro. bro. Fight scenes were so good. From, from the very beginning of this movie to the end, like, the fight scenes were great. The choreography, amazing. Oh, my God, dude. And, you know, that's one thing I respect about the prequels a lot is their fight scenes were so legit. Yes. Like, they were so legit. Like, every single blow that they went for, it was intended to kill. And they had to block it. Right. Except, okay, maybe. Except, except, for the- except for the flashy... You know, lightsaber yes. between Obi Wan and Anakin. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is like saying. my one exception to that. But other than that, <laughs> fight scenes were amazing. They were. I don't know. It just felt like a very expanded Star Wars universe with all these characters that we got in it, especially with like General Grievous and all that. Yes, like, dude. I mean, you know, if you were to see the original trilogy, you would never imagine like there's a whole, there's a whole Republic and a mm-hmm. whole you know Jedi Council where there like there's just so many Jedi. Yeah, there's so many lightsaber wielding. You know. Um, protagonist and and antagonist in these movies, yeah, and you know just the weight behind it too in the whole Star Wars universe. Yes, the fall of the the fall of the Republic, the rise of the Empire, um, the end of democracy, the fall of Anakin, the fall of Anakin, the rise of Darth Vader, Obi Wan, Obi Wan losing everything he has, everything. like just absolutely insane. Yep. So yeah, I got Revenge of the Sith at number one. I like that. So now it's my turn to give my live action Star Wars movies ranking. And yes, I am scared because Star Wars fans, they don't hold back. Yeah, lay it on me. (laughs) So here we go. Starting off at number 11. No surprise here. We have Rise of Skywalker. I think that (laughs) I think that might be everyone's, you know, bottom pick. You know, like we said, somehow Palpatine came back. Uh, They fly now. Yeah. So, you know. That's all you need. That's like all you need to know. Yeah. This movie sucks. <laughs> I mean, shit, it would have been cool to see Ray go evil. I would have loved to see that. That would have been cool. Honestly. I mean, kind of would have been doing the same thing we did with Anakin, but... Yeah. I mean, a dark turn is always kind of cool to see. It is. Uh, number 10, I have Attack of the Clones. 
All right. Second movie of the prequels. Like we said, writing is just, you know, it's not good. Dialogue, nope. very corny. The romance, nope. so corny. So fucking bad. So corny. Even though Padme Amidala is looking quite tasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's always looked so damn good. Mm. Um, She was young in that movie. Yeah, she was. She was like your age. That's crazy. Let's go. That's crazy. I mean, I, I liked Padme in that uh, that big battle in the Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, I and thought she was kind of badass in that scene. Yeah, and in that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really just kind of not much to say about this movie, too. You know, it's the longest one of the uh, prequels as well. Really? It is long. How long is it? It's like over two and a half hours. All right, well, maybe that's why it just feels so damn slow. Maybe. It's a, because I feel like a lot of that, there is a lot of dialogue in that movie. Like, not a whole lot of action scenes, I feel like. At number nine, I have Solo. I feel like the bottom three, everyone can kind of have the same. Yeah. Same three, at least, you know, generically. Or bottom four. Right. You know, just didn't do what it needed to. No. Felt very forced. Yeah. I did like. Ha, get it? Forced? Shut up. <laughs> I did like Amelia Clark in it. Well, She's yeah. Good. I mean, it's Daenerys Targaryen. Come on. Yeah. But yeah, so weird how dude who played Han Solo, he had to get acting lessons in the middle of production. Honestly, as soon as I heard that, I was like, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Which, you know, you're not supposed to go into a movie thinking that. Right. But come on. It just had nothing to to make me rewatch it. You know, no, I have you ever rewatched that movie? Maybe. I think once. Okay. I do think once. Because I've only seen it. In theaters. Oh, okay. I will say one thing. I like Donald Glover as Lando. Okay. Yes. yes. That was probably the best yes. casting choice they made for yeah. that entire movie. Uh-huh. I did like that. Number eight, I have The Last Jedi. Now, I know that's pretty low to some people, maybe not to others. I'm kind of shocked you put that there. No, I, I mean, I do like it. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, when it came out, came in theaters, I walked out, and I was like, you know what? I, I really did like that. Uh, But, you know, after re-watching a lot of these movies as well, there's just... There's just a lot I put in front of it. Yeah. Not to say I didn't like it, though. I did like the scenes with Luke Skywalker. Um, I did like his projection. Five, yep. Force projection. Yep, force yeah. projection. That was cool. We do see Luke become a force ghost, and he's sent off with that iconic theme. Mm-hmm. So that, that always gives you chills. Yeah, it does. And for the most part, I did like Kylo Ren throughout the sequels. One scene that was really cool, though, that I really enjoyed in this movie was... That battleship scene. Yes, I know. When she went into hyper, hyper yes. yeah, hyper and there space. was no sound at all, and you just saw the visuals. Yeah, that was really cool. That was a cool scene, I will say. Number seven, I have episode one, Phantom Menace. We're having quite a similar list so far. So far, but it'll get different. Don't you worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> upon rewatch of the prequels, I re- I enjoyed Phantom Menace more than I remembered. Yeah. I did like Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon and him finding Anakin and telling them, you know, this kid is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Um, the pod racing scene was really fun. Yes, it was. Hella long, but it was good. Dude, it was. It was That was best uh, racing or chasing to yes. ever come out of Star Wars. Absolutely. For sure. Because it doesn't really have much to compete with. <laughs> right. And then not to mention, you have Darth Maul and that amazing final battle. The first time we get that fight choreography for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, and definitely like set the tone of like yes, what to expect yes. in fight scenes for the rest of right. the prequels. Yes. And not to mention, Duel of Fates playing behind it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, how did I not mention that yeah. in my list? Just, yes, the music was Jesus so Christ. good. So, you know, you got you got to give some credit to the prequels. 
At number six, I have Force Awakens. Okay. I really enjoyed Force Awakens. I mm-hmm. thought it was a good intro to the sequels that we were going to get, the sequel trilogy. Obviously, yes, it didn't pan out as well as it should have. No. But I thought Force Awakens was a good introduction. It still felt really like Star Wars, you know, because you bring back Han Solo, Chewie, um, and, you know, Kylo Ren being the grandson of Darth Vader. So it still had a very Star Wars feel to it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I did like Rey in Force Awakens. And I thought she had a good theme as well in the she, score. Yeah, she did. Kylo Ren was badass. That lightsaber was badass. Yeah, that cracked Kyber crystal. Uh-huh. Makes a dope sound. Finn was a cool story with him being a trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his story did have more potential, but... You know, for Force Awakens, it was really good. Yeah, see, that's what that's the thing is like Force Awakens. It just like set up. It did set up a so lot. much potential. Yeah, didn't fall through. Right. Yeah. Not to mention the cliffhanger at the end of the movie with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. We're like, oh shit. So yeah, it did set up a lot. It did. Number five, I have a new hope. Okay. The one that starts it all. Would that be low to some people? Probably. You know, because it is the OG. Original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But it is one of the more slower moving Star Wars movie as well. It is. But which that, which I mean, you can expect, you as, can an expect. I- as an intro movie, yes, especially. For sure. There's a lot to explain in this universe. There is. There is a lot to explain. But man, what they created out of what they were working with. Insane. It is insane. Dude, honestly, like, and you know, all the droids and shit that they used, those were all like reused parts yeah. from other movies. And they just Crazy. they slapped it together yeah. and created a droid. And, you know... And it's crazy how much like people paid attention to those background characters and loved yeah. and loved them so much. Like Boba Fett would be an example. Um, the bounty hunter droid that we saw, um, that we also see in uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, that was another. Th- again, that was another droid that they just put together with leftover parts from like other shit. That's crazy, dude. Could you imagine making a movie like that and just seeing Bro, it blow up? Blow the fuck up! Oh my god, that that franchise is known worldwide. Yeah. Number four, I got Rogue One. Really? Yeah, buddy. All right. This was a very enjoyable solo Star Wars movie. Yep. And it was nice to see, like we said, you know, there are big time gaps in between these sequels, trilogies, OG, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it, that was nice to see that gap filled in. And yeah, it was just refreshing to get a really good Star Wars story without all this, you know, Skywalker story. Yes. And then obviously, uh, you know, I just can't forget... That amazing Darth Vader hallway scene. So good, bro. Probably the most badass scene in out of all of these live action Star Wars movies. Yeah. And they got and they uh for the scenes where he was talking, they got James Earl Jones mm-hmm, to come back mm-hmm. and voice him. It was just great to finally see a menacing Darth Vader because as menacing as he might have been in the OG movies, you know, the visual the visual effects obviously weren't what they are now. Yeah. Uh, so you can only do so much with it. Mm-hmm. So we really got to see Vader in his prime. We did. And then just the music behind it. Great. Again, Michael Giacchino. Really? Yes, bro. Damn. Man be killing it. Shit, he is. Uh Uh-huh. Damn. At number three, I have Empire Strikes Back. I I know a lot of people are going to give me shit for that. And that's okay. I'll take it. And if that's your best Star Wars, I know a lot of people have that as one of the best movies of all time. I'm okay with that. I don't disagree. But for me... There's just two more that I enjoyed more. All right. You know? Keep, keep Sorry. Ta- keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, we get a great villain story in this. You know, we see Luke, you know, go through a lot in this movie. Obviously, it gives us the biggest twist 
ever in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you hadn't seen the prequels before the OG movies, we also get introduced to a uh, Emperor Palpatine in this one as well. But yeah, the Vader monologues in this were just great. This is the most back and forth we saw between like Vader and Luke too. Right. Yeah. And that whole scene in Cloud City. Yes. That was a good scene. That was a good scene. We get Boba Fett. We get Lando. We get some good characters. Mm-hmm. And then we get introduced to the iconic Imperial March in this one as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number two, I got Return of the Jedi. Really? Yeah, look, man. I just, what I remember really just having fun with this film. This was a fun film. Okay. And I like, it was a good conclusion to this OG trilogy. It was. It was a good conclusion. It was a good conclusion. Got to see some cute ass Ewoks. I was, yes, the literally about to say, bro. Battle, Ewoks were so cute. Battle on Endor was good. Nah, man. Yeah, that whole battle on Endor, I thought that was fun. Um, we do get to see Luke's green lightsaber. It's yeah. badass. Yeah, we do. Okay, and this is what I wanted to see more from Luke because sometimes I really just don't believe Luke's character with him just being always so good. You know, I, I when characters are, are always just so good, it's not as believable to me. And we do get to see some anger from Luke in this battle with Darth Vader. We do. So I really liked that scene and the music playing behind it as well. Like, oh shit. Oh, this is getting good. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, like the whole point was to, um, Palpatine's whole plan was to get, it was to either kill Luke or bring him over to the dark side. And, and have him kill Vader. And ha- Yeah, and have him kill Vader and, you know, take his position as his apprentice. Yeah. And, um, you know, we definitely could see... In this one, we kind of see like, yeah, that like you said, that anger finally uh-huh. come out of him. Yeah. And, you know, Palpatine was loving that. Yes. So was I, <laughs> you know, seeing Vader save his son and then them having that last moment together. And not to mention the music playing, you know, that last scene of uh, Luke standing at Darth Vader's fire. Yes. And that music playing behind it. Very, very touching scene. So I don't know. Sue me, but I just... I enjoy Return of the Jedi a lot. All right. We'll see how much hate you get in the comments for that one. Coming in at number one, as you could expect from someone my age, I have Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Yes, we know the dialogue isn't all there. It's got some corny lines, as we know. Saw him killing younglings. Yeah. Um, Dude, he he was covering (laughs) his face because he couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. (laughs) But that whole... You, you were just so immersed in the Star Wars universe and Revenge of the Sith. Like, with that beginning battleship scene with Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, that opening shot was just, there was so many colors going on. And what, it was like a battle above Coruscant? Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so good. It was. And, um, you know, but speaking of battles, I mean, we get to see a lot of good fights in this in this one we too. Do. Um, you know, obviously the one between Anakin and Obi-Wan, uh Obi-Wan versus General Grievous, yep. Yoda versus Palpatine. Yep. Like holy Anakin shit. Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Dooku. So good, bro. So many fights in this movie that were really good. And goddamn, I just can't praise enough the score for this film. So good. So good. And you have Battle of Heroes being played, you know, on top of Anakin versus Obi-Wan and Yoda versus Palpatine. It's it's the best. Pleasing to the ears, except for some of the dialogue. But, right. <laughs> um, you know, visuals were amazing. They were. And, you know, just this incredible fall of Anakin Skywalker. Yes. You know, I, I was going to say that is my favorite storyline throughout these movies is the fall through Anakin Skywalker. You know, I'm a guy that likes 
a darker story. Yeah, me too. Like, I mean, it's just, it makes the character seem like a lot more human because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everybody is flawed, man. Right. Like, I mean, you know, we see all these perfect heroes all the time. Right. This is probably like the most human reaction that we see yeah. out of a character who has this much power. Right. And not to mention the Order 66 scene as well. That gets you. Yeah, it does. It gets bro, you. Like you just see all all Bruh. the Jedi getting slayed down, and you're just like, oh and you my got Anakin's god, betrayal bro. being played. Oh, oh my god, it's so good. It's heartbreaking. It is. And then the last scene as well. You got the rise of Darth Vader mm-hmm. being born, bro. Yeah. Him getting put together in that suit yeah. is sick. It was cool. So yeah, as you could expect, anyone my age, I got Revenge of the Sith at the top for me. 